Hi there, this is a bonus episode because normally I don't publish on Mondays. However, there was just something on my mind that I really wanted to get out there as quickly as possible. I just get a lot of questions all the time on YouTube, in my Facebook group, Master Your Voice, which by the way, um, I would invite you to join if you're not part of it yet. It is free. You can look for it on Facebook. Um, Just look for Master Your Voice with Freya and you will find it. I also get a lot of messages on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, like emails. And a lot of times I have to say that the questions tell me that it's not even the right question. You know what I mean? When someone asks even the wrong question that tells you they don't really fully understand. Before I go into depth more into what I want to talk about. And uh, today I want to talk about resonance more and how relevant that is and why you need to know that different genres require you to have a little bit of a different approach. I want to tell you about Back to the Basics. That is my signature online video course that really I think is one of the most comprehensive courses out there. And it will help you to not only understand each and every part of your voice, all the registers, all the parts involved and how it all works together. But it also includes some exercises that help you in a very practical way. There's also exercises for ear training in there, which I think is very important because still to me to this day, the number one most important thing for singers is really pitch accuracy. If you don't hit the accurate pitches, everything else doesn't really matter. So if you want to find out more about my video course back to the basics you can just go to masteryourvoice.tv and you will find it all the way on the top it is not a free course it is 199 us dollars however what i do for this course if you have gone through the course and you feel something is missing or there's something not clear i really want to keep expanding the course and i want to really tailor make some new videos that help everyone who has taken it Um, get to an absolute understanding of their voice. So when you register for the course and you feel there's something missing, you can always contact me or make a comment below one of the course videos. And I possibly will make a tailor-made video that I will add to the course. My interest is really in helping everyone understand their voice. Now let's get back into all the comments and questions I get all the time and all the wrong questions that are being asked. I think you know what I mean by wrong question. When you understand or when you see that someone really didn't even get the basics, that's when you just, I just always point people back to, okay, you got to start somewhere else because I get asked a lot about singing higher, about belting higher and about whistle register and all those things. The thing about belting, whistle register, and singing higher is that you have to understand that for different genres, there's different approaches that are required. I have a lot of singers who believe they're belting because they're singing high. Belting and singing high is not the same thing. The word belting, as we understand it nowadays, really is applied to very modern type singing, 
well, whatever modern means, the contemporary style, musical theater, rock pop, which is mainly sung in the heavy register of your voice, meaning your chest register. This is heavy register. Okay, so that is the heavy register. We just call it heavy because it is, there's more of the vocal cords area, the whole mass, the muscle and the membrane that is actually vibrating. Now, when you sing high and you actually transition into the quote unquote light mechanism, which we call it light just because there's less of the vocal cords vibrating, it's just the membrane area. Now, that is not belting. It is head voice. And the definition as we understand it, belting does not mean singing high. It means singing high with a heavy mechanism. Yes, you do start mixing as you go really higher. However, you always want to think the approach of re more chest resonance. Okay, you don't want to transition into too much head resonance too soon. So, let's see, this microphone is just probably, I need to just distance myself just a little bit. Otherwise, it'll go into overdrive. Um, so, when I go, unchain my heart, never let it go. Unchain my heart, because you don't love me no more. That is not belting, because I actually was in head voice. I actually tilted. I tilt my larynx and that is how I get into head voice. It is an actual physical change that I make in my vocal track there that actually switches from one register to another. Not to be confused just with head or just resonance, which is a whole different thing really. You can have head voice and add more chest resonance. And you can sing in chest voice and add more head resonance as you go higher. However, I'm talking about the mere mechanism. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, it just really is important to understand how the sound of your voice needs to be just a little bit different depending on the genre you're singing in. When you're singing pop, mainstream pop, You want to belt, not in head voice. So, yeah, yeah, I am singing. See how that sounds different then? It just has a different sound quality. It's just a different sound. And it is kind of expected in pop music and modern musical theater to not sing in head voice. Let me just go back into history just a little bit. It's not really wrong to transition into head voice when you go higher. However, if you want to sing appropriately in pop and modern musical theater, rock, and there's lots of other genres, if you want to do, you know, soul is another one, you just want to make sure you get the sound and the resonance that is the style Let's go back in time here. Way back in time when classical music, as we know it, was the modern thing. There was big halls, maybe not only big halls, but just halls and just rooms, bigger rooms that people would perform in. 
Now that was really only for people who were maybe had a little bit more money because it was quote unquote art music. There was a composer who composed it, usually paid by someone, you know, royal. They had money and they commissioned music. So a composer would write a piece of music or an opera for royalty. And in the church, of course, it would be for the church. And the church had lots of composers. There was actually back then lots of original music. The church seemed to have a lot of money at some time. And so the Catholic and Protestant church churches here in Europe, and I'm in Germany, they always commissioned. I mean, Bach, he's one of the best examples for tons and tons of output. Now, if he hadn't been employed by the church and paid, he probably wouldn't have done what he'd done. You know, he just, he, that was his job. And he just wrote original music all the time. They didn't just keep reusing music that was already 100 years old. We use a lot of music nowadays, and there's not a lot of new compositions because the church just doesn't have that kind of money anymore. Well, not here in Germany anyway. I don't know how it is elsewhere. But but the situation was that back then, there was no amplification. There was no PA system. There was mi no microphones. Everything was just acoustic. So the singers had to sing in the most efficient way to actually be heard over the organ, the orchestra, whatever, you know, the piano, which is not that loud. But if there was a big room where there was a concert, it was important to project. And for a female voice, since the female soprano, or even also mezzo, was expected to sing high, like really high, that's the only way to do that is really to be in head voice. And in order to have a consistent sound and also when singing lower, to have more resonance in the voice so it would actually carry. That's why you would want to sing in head voice as a soprano. So, so, so. Even though I just turned transitioned back into chest voice as I was coming down, mixing in chest voice, I still had lots of head resonance and I stayed tilted in the head mechanism. As time progressed and we moved into the 20th century and started amplifying our voices with microphones and sound systems, you know, recording in the studio and also on stage, amplifying everything we do, the need for projecting just wasn't there anymore. Which doesn't mean that you shouldn't try to project in some way. However, now it is so important to sound a little bit more just natural. I'm sorry, if it's cracking in the background, it's because of my... I have some a wood stove there and <laughs> the wood is crackling. So the fireplace is just cracking here. Um, yeah. So I'm singing more intimately. See how that, it sounds pretty? However, 200 years ago in a concert hall, it would have drowned. But now, when you go close to the mic, hello, hello, singing low and soft is pretty because it also gives the listener a sense of intimacy feels like they're really close to you because you're getting close to the mic. They feel like you're really close. 
So different resonance. So when I'm singing low, I am opening my throat. But I don't have to project. See how that is so different. I just want you to understand how it's not wrong to sing in head voice or chest voice. There's not right or wrong, but it's really a style that you want to make sure that you kind of bring across correctly. And so when you're singing jazz, it is basically... A lot of times it is chest mechanism, however, a lot of mixed resonance in there in a lighter way. I am singing jazz and I am singing high. I don't know if that was jazzy, but it's kind of hard when you don't have an instrument going along. Lighter easier transitions, reverses really pop or modern musical theater, which is more, oh yeah. And also you want, like, there's lots of straight tone singing. I'm singing high. I think it went into overdrive. But lots of straight tone. And that, that's something to pay attention to also. And I believe vibrato even changes your resonance a little bit. It just feels like that. <sighs> I, just, I just know that it's not easy to understand that, like, why is it right or wrong? Or what's the difference? And how do I transition? And why do I need to sing this one in chest voice and this one in head voice? And what is belting? Can I not just transition into head voice? It's just different. Just different, okay? So, if you want to really dive in deep into the basics and make sure you're getting everything right, get into my course, Back to the Basics. It is a self-study course, so you can just do watch the videos whenever you want to. It's, it's videos. There's also a few audio files. There is a warm-up that is included, a 30-minute warm-up. I think I got the five-minute warm-up in there too. And so every area of your voice, understanding belting, understanding chest voice, understanding mixed, understanding head voice, understanding the transitions, understanding your larynx, your tongue, what do all those parts do? That's, an, you know, support, posture. Why is it important and how do you do it correctly? It's really the basics for everything else you can do in singing. Really. And I always come back to whenever something doesn't work or does work in my voice, it's always because the basics are not in place or they are in place. It always comes back to the same stuff. It's not as complicated. Once you understand all of those concepts that I just put into the course, back to the basics, you will totally understand why when you do something works or doesn't work. You can troubleshoot yourself. And I designed the course not just to be a bunch of exercises, but to help you be in a position of, oh, now I don't constantly need a teacher telling me what to do because I understand. And you also can troubleshoot yourself. You can troubleshoot your own voice and find fixes. So... Back to the basics, you can just go to masteryourvoice.tv. You will find it on the top. 
And I would love to see you on the inside. You have a wonderful day and hopefully you will tune in again on Wednesday. Talk to you soon and always keep a song in your heart. Bye.